0: Welcome to 24 Karis. I'm Kelly Johnson, founder and CEO of Karis by KJE. Um, We are wrapping up a series on mental health awareness, its connection to diversity, equity, and inclusion, and just how mental health um, impacts our workplaces, impacts our communities. Our guest has been Brittany Cannon, um, a licensed professional counselor with really many years of experience um, on this topic and in this space, we're so grateful for her um, providing her wisdom and perspective, um, educating us on this important topic, which can be a bit of an unknown for many of us. It's as we talked in our last segment, there's a lot of stigma, there's a lot of learning that I Mm -hmm. think needs to happen, a lot of education. We tend to recognize that, oh, when it comes to diversity and inclusion, we need education. But unfortunately with mental health, we may not always place that same level of importance on education and awareness. Um, You've certainly helped us do more of that. um, So we really appreciate that. Um, I wanna maybe wrap up this series really thinking about like holding the mirror to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And so my first question is really like, how do I know, how do we know if we're really healthy mentally. Sure.
1: Sure. You know, I think the term self-care gets thrown around a lot and I don't know that people really understand what that means and how important it is um, to take time for yourself, right? We schedule time for everything else, um, but we don't necessarily do that maintenance on ourselves like we do with our car, our homes, our families um, as well. And so I think if you're if you're finding that you have become a little bit of the opposite of who you used to be, if you're maybe overly, um, extroverted, but you weren't in the past, right. Or you're now becoming introverted. Um, you're isolating from people. Um, those are signs of maybe I need to kind of do a check, right? Um, if you're tired, you're waking up, not rested, um, outside of, other things right and you know everything else is typically healthy waking up not rested feeling you know overwhelmed um, feeling weighed down um, feeling like you can't focus those are things that are key indicators that something is going on Um, if you're not sleeping well um, or sleeping too much Um, and so just i i think focusing on and knowing when things are out of the norm um, because usually by the time we notice them, it's been going on for a minute, right? And we, we just finally sink into that place of, oh, something's off. Something's amiss, you know, appetite, things of that nature. But loss of interest in the things that you normally love um, or they, they don't provide that same re- refreshing energy for you. I think there's some things that you need to reassess, right? And see where you are. If if you're experiencing burnout, if you're experiencing, what are the causes, right? And what are the things that within those causes that you can rectify? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ooh. So what would you, how would you define self-care then? Mm -hmm. I define self-care as taking the time to feed into myself. What makes my, in essence, what makes my soul sing, right? And usually it's not anything related to work or um, anything like that, right? It's taking that time myself. And sometimes, you know, it's a walk around the block, right? If you're working, especially if you're working at home, there's, there's no separation, right? And it can be really difficult. Um, and if I can, if I find myself not focusing on tasks, maybe I need to get up and get some blood flowing, you know, and taking a walk around the block, feeling the sun that resets my circadian rhythm. All those things, right? Um, That we can go in real depth about, but it's the small things. It doesn't have to be a trip to Jamaica for three weeks with no phone, right? <laughs> Although that sounds fantastic. Yes, that to does me. Sound
0: fabulous. Um, yes,
1: <laughs> you know, uh, sign me up, right? right? But it's it's the small things, right? It's taking ten minutes of your day to do, maybe just sit there and breathe, right? Right, and not and really breathe from your stomach and not just a shallow breath, right? Maybe it's taking 10 minutes just to, um, you know, work on that meal that you wanted to cook because you enjoy cooking. Right. Um, it doesn't have to be this long drawn out thing, but it does require planning. Right. Maybe it's getting up a little bit earlier. Maybe it's shutting down your phone an hour before bed. Right. Because as much as social media is great, it's the gift and the curse. Mm -hmm. Right. It, it, It's a drain on our time. It's a drain on our energy. It can be a drain on our financial resources because we're buying and seeing things right. And wanting, um, but shutting down those things, right. And just making sure that you have time to clear out the clutter. Yeah. Right. Um, I do it, you know, in my home, I do a, you know, sweep before I go to bed of things, right. And put things away, do that same thing for yourself mentally, right. Put things away put things um, off that don't need to take up space, right? Remove them, clean, adjust, organize, right? In your mental. But I do think it's really, really important to just take some time each day and reset, Yeah. right? Because if not, what you, all you're doing is you become, you know, you start to spin. And it's just like tires, right? Balancing or rotating the tires, it makes it so they don't wear out in one spot so easily. And so if you do that rotation or that balancing, it helps you to be able to do more, right? Or, or find when it's time to say that's enough also.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're reminding me. One of the things that I I try to do um, when I'm mostly on the work from home days Mm -hmm. that I have is a 10 minute walk around my block. I'm always amazed at how much of a difference it makes. Huge difference. I'm like, that was, why don't, why don't I do that more often? It was I'm not even sure if it's a full ten minutes. No, well, yeah. you know, but mm-hmm. just even time, you know, the times that I've done that, and like you, like I try to make sure that I pay attention to the birds that I hear chirping, right? right? So, because sometimes I do, I have walked and I'm like looking at my phone, yeah. but it's like no, I'm gonna just take in the wind. I'm gonna take in the the heat of the sun. I'm gonna listen to what well, what birds do I hear chirping sure. right now. Sure. Um, i have found that 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 removes like creative blocks that i've had or if i'm like stuck on a project and it's like mm-hmm. i'm working 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 but i'm not making
1: progress i'm not being productive yeah. that 10 minute walk can just make a huge yeah. difference and, and like you said it's being present right you're being present about what you hear what you feel the wind how the sun feels on my shoulders or on the back of my neck those kinds of things help ground you right and help you br- bring you back to center um, and so that you can focus on other things right it's clearing Mm -hmm. that space
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so within the diversity and inclusion space we work with a lot of organizations on their employee resource Mm -hmm. groups Mm -hmm. you know we help them launch them we help them become more effective Mm -hmm. Um, we are starting to see employee resource groups or ergs business resource groups um, we're starting to see them host speakers on mental health Um, but maybe what are either some best practices you've seen or what Mm -hmm. advice would you give to employee resource groups um, to help them do even more to support mental health awareness? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think one is making sure you ask employees too, right? What they're needing to hear, what, they, what they're what they missing, um, what their ideas are, because you could think it's one thing and it's something else, right? And you're finding a prevalence of other things. But I think resource groups, are just that resource, right? And being that support, and obviously they there's no way to cover everything, right? Um, I need a resource group on how to make a million dollars in 10 seconds, right? <laughs> but it's, you know, there's no way that they can cover everything, but I do think that it is just being open, right? And I think not only speakers about mental health, but breaking down what that means, right? Not necessarily just you know, brain chemistry. Right. But breaking down, like we talked about what that walk, that 10 minute walk does for you. What are the things that you can do that reset your body, your system, your mind that clear them out? Um, you know, and I think having those conversations in that way really helps us to understand. And though I may not do it every day, I can notice the patterns. Right. Um, and I think resource groups, really help us feel connected to the things that are valuable to us and that in itself um, i think is a huge huge benefit to people in the workforce staff because over 80 percent of the workforce doesn't feel they feel stressed right um, and so what are you doing as an employer to make sure that those moments are taken and not impeding on those times. If a work, a, a work group meeting is planned, resource group meeting is planned, allowing them the space to attend, right? And not having to make up, oh, well, you can do it, but you can't go to lunch, right? Or whatever those things are. Um, and so, and I think making sure that you provide the space to do it and not feel an additional pressure because you took off this time. Now you're going to have to make it up in other yeah. ways.
0: Yeah. So, speak to maybe um, a lot of times when we talk about mental health or DEI, I feel like we we talk about these topics in silos, Mm -hmm. right? Or we hone in on, if we're talking about DEI, we're going to talk about gender, Mm -hmm. or we'll talk about work-life balance right. or race. And sure. and when it comes to mental health, we tend to, to focus on, like you said, the brain Mm-mm. chemistry part mm-hmm. of this topic, mm-hmm. um, which obviously is vast, it's big. There's a lot that we need to learn. But I, I think just knowing what I know about you, um, I think you do look at mental health very holistically. Mm-hmm. So, because I think of like the financial aspects uh, like financial health, um, Mm -hmm. spiritual health, and Mm -hmm. there is the physical, there is the mental, but mental, of course, kind of goes across all of those. So how can you um, maybe help us think through
1: a more holistic view Mm -hmm. on this particular space? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's so many things, Kelly. And I think that even small things, right? Like if, you know that a portion of your workforce is vegan, right? Let's not just bring in sandwiches for lunch, right? For everyone. Um, because one, they can't eat that and then they don't feel important. Those things. It's important to ask those questions, right? Um, and so and I think a holistic approach is is really because you're again, you can't cover it all, right? You can't even cover it all for yourself, right? I know there's certain things that I do really well at times for my mental health. And there's sometimes I'm like, Mm-hmm. Nobody would want you as a therapist, knowing <laughs> <laughs> knowing how you were just acting, right? And so I think the holistic approach is doing the best you can with the pieces that you have, right um, and incorporating, you know, diet, exercise, you know, those various options, financial, because too, mental health stress can come from finances, right? If you don't have enough money, the stress of that, (laughs) right? Um, And so everything, stress leads back to, everything leads back to mental health, Mm -hmm. right? And how that impacts you, because if I'm stressed, it impacts how my body is functioning. right? Um, And so knowing those things, and so knowing that as an employer, um, knowing that as a supervisor, manager, um, and also seeing that in your staff, right? Um, like I said it's the small thing taking a time to ask you know, I know you don't really eat sandwiches there's just something else we can you know have for you for lunch because um, you're gluten free right 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 small things and so an employee's not just having to eat chips for lunch from the sandwich box right because right. um, they can't have the cookie that's in there too right and so considering those things and I think that goes back to earlier conversations that we've had considering and I think, I think the holistic approach comes down to asking, right? Again, having the conversation, discussing, not making the assumption, oh, we're going to do something nice for them, but we're going to just do a blanket piece and everybody should be happy with that, right? Um, Incorporating days, you know, that aren't necessarily PTOs, but are floating holidays, you know, as well. Um, Yeah, the whole company might be shut down at Christmas, but right, some... Some staff don't celebrate that, right? right. Employees. And so um, acknowledging that and opening how you really, the, the language that's used, right? Um, we talk about it a lot in um, the area that I work in, right? The language that you use, especially with people that are addicted to substances, we don't use the word addict. Mm. We don't use clean or dirty. Um, you know, we, say someone that struggles with substance abuse right right? and it's that because if i say that versus addict it has a different connotation right right because that's not who all the person is right and so i think that holistic approach is education knowledge conversations um and being able to explore different opportunities Right. right as an employer but i think for us as individuals It's just making sure that we all of our needs are met. Right. And what are those? And those priorities change at times. Right. And they shift um, and understanding that it's okay for them to shift. Right. You can feel at times. okay. I've got this mental health thing down. Right. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. But finances need some work. Right. Or exercise needs some work or whatever. And sometimes those things shift and don't beat yourself up if you're not making the time for the things that you need to just get back to it, get back to it, just get back to it. Yeah.
0: Well, I think you've really helped us wrap up this um, series really well because you gave us some tangible ways that we can help people not feel invisible. Mm -hmm. Like you've given us advice, you're ordering lunch, make sure you ask people. Um, and we don't assume that everybody eats a certain way. Um, it just, those are small deposits, right. And really, um, in people's mental well-being or overall well-being as well so Mm -hmm. this has been great thank you so much Brittany um I really feel I feel more educated um and I feel more aware of some Mm -hmm. things that I can consider just with my own language and the way that I talk about and frame frame this space so really appreciate you awesome
1: thank you thank
0: you for having me thank you for being here All right, everyone, this has been just another fantastic series um, where we had the opportunity to really explore mental health awareness um, and its connection to diversity and inclusion, the overall workplace culture in an organization. And hopefully you have taken away some practical ways, some practical tools and steps that you can take to just show that you care. That is exactly what we're about at Caris. Um 24 24 Keras, um, really is designed to help you live out your commitment to inclusion, diversity, and equity. I hope that you will um, share this episode with your teams um, and your coworkers and friends so that we can all do our part to support mental well-being. Until next time, we will see you soon.